Hey, you're about to listen to Mount Spocast, a a podcast I started to help celebrate the 20th class reunion of my graduating class at Mount Spokane. I started the podcast to help raise money to start a scholarship in the name of a good friend of mine that passed away back in 2007, Nick Winterstein. So if you're listening to this, you're probably a former classmate interested in the person that's on the podcast or you're just interested in general. But I just want to tell you that this podcast is specific for the graduating class of Mount Spokane in 2002. So please enjoy this episode of Mount Spokast. Peace. Well, welcome back to Mount Spocast. This is our this is our fifth recording, and I'm sitting here with Meg Haxton Whitstock. Whitstock, is it? Are you hyphenated? No. Okay. I just put it on Facebook. Is this on Facebook? You yeah. know, back when Facebook started. Yeah. That's what everybody did, so that you knew who they were because yeah. name changes. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. And uh, I just never changed it. Just never changed it. Abby, like, asking me the other day, not the other day, she's asked me like multiple, like, do you care if I change my name back to not change it back, but like put a cur pointer? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think I've argued with her about it before, like early on, and that maybe why she never changed it. But now I'm like, yeah, change it if you want to. Like, yeah. I don't care. But she's been pointing for so long you've also been Woodstock for a really long time yeah. too when did you guys get you got married like oh nine oh nine okay yeah so yeah. that's yeah long time and you dated for a while you dated yeah. for yeah we met freshman year of college oh wow like right out right off the bat like we lived in the same dorm when we were two doors apart wow so we've been together since we were 18 yeah so you'll be <laughs> yeah so you'll celebrating 20 years of yeah being together, together this the, yeah christmas because, yeah me and abby are just celebrated that in march nice. um yeah, it's crazy to like, it's not crazy. It's just like, that's such a long time to be with someone. I know. Um, well, before we get into like all of our, or all of your life story, I want to just do the quick high school hot list. These are just five simple questions about what you're doing at Mount Spokane, some of your memories. And uh, the first one we're going to start with, <clears throat> the first one we're going to start with is, where were you hanging out at school and uh, who with? I mean, I don't know. I don't really remember where in the building I was hanging out. Okay. But like in the commons. Okay. <laughs> but I I had like I had like two friend groups mm. in high school. I was a drama kid. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big friend group. Yeah. I hung out with like Adam Pitzler and all that. And then I had like my group of girlfriends that I had had since, you know, like elementary school and middle school. Mm-hmm. And that was like Julie Gilberts and Marley DeMonaco and Neely Olson and Camry Dixon, like that whole group. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like hopping between. Yeah. Two. I feel like you might like was Sarah Jones also were you friends with Sarah Jones? I was. Okay. I mean, I think I feel like I was friends with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I always made friends with people in classes and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't always necessarily like hang out with them outside of classes. But yes, I definitely like Sarah Jones and Ashley Graham. Like I hung out with them. Yeah. Like growing up. Grow yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say like <laughs> Colbert Elementary. I mean Colbert, I mean, I think you were in my second grade class. No, no. I came to Colbert in third grade. Oh, in third grade. I was at Brentwood kindergarten through second. Oh. Yeah. Were you in sixth grade with me then? Yeah, probably. Were you in Mr. Rube's class? No, I was Doohan. Doohan, okay. I, but we definitely had we, we definitely a had class, class or together. Two together. Yeah, like, like I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I thought for some reason I thought you were in my second grade class with Ashley Graham. Uh when you were hanging out and like between like 
pause or uh-huh. uh, or going down to the cafeteria? Like, what was a snack that you're grabbing at the student store? I never went to the student store. Whoa! I know. I know. That's I a, don't. That's impressive, actually. <laughs> I think, like, in my entire high school, I went there like twice, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you didn't. I you just never did. You saved yourself a lot of money, um, and you probably didn't have a bunch of people mooching off of you. So, yeah. like, unlike me, where I was just like <laughs> basically always just paying for my friend's snacks, yeah, um, and saying that they'd get me back some time, and never did. Yeah. Um, I feel like I just like during pause, I, we like would just congregate in the commons mm. and just like hang out for ten minutes and then go to class. Yeah. You know, so I didn't like want to spend the time in line waiting to get something. That's fair. Like I, that was a lot of. Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, it was always a rush to get there. It was always like a, just like everyone ro- like descended upon the student store and it was always kind of uh, anxiety inducing when you like, I got to, the 15 minutes is almost over. We got to get, yeah. get to class. Like, am I going to make it to the front of the line? Uh, who was your favorite teacher or favorite class? Mr. Parks. Mm. I took every art class that there was multiple times mm. and I even senior year, they had AP art. And there was like four of us in AP art. And I don't know if they continued doing it. It was, that was really the only AP class I took. So I can't compare it to other ones. Right. But I, like my sister did all the AP classes. So I saw what she did and it was much different than that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, like every art opportunity I had, I, yeah, I did. I took one class with Mr. I think it was Mr. Parks. Uh, I did a pottery class when I was a senior and actually, Camry Dixon was oh, my, okay. she was my like partner, like who sat next to me. I don't think that would have been Mr. Parks. I think oh. that was, who was the other, was the other guy? Um, it was who Matt talked yeah. about. Because Matt talked about the other art teacher. I can't, I'm sorry. I, I know. I never had him. I literally never oh, had him. Yeah, I only had Mr. Parks. That was who it was. Yeah, it was a fun class. I made some really weird shit in it. I don't like, I remember making this weird like taco. Sh- it was like, I think the the prompt was like, make a food and like a anamorphic food yeah. item and i made like a taco with eyes and i yeah. was very proud of it and made some other kitschy stuff that i thought was really cool and gave it to my parents and i think i still have like a few things that i made like in my parents basement somewhere oh nice yeah you should but, uncover that <laughs> but the one thing i do have and i have at my house was we had i don't remember what what the class was but one of the projects was like a mosaic mm. project oh and we were supposed like most people were gonna make like a step stone, stepping stone type thing for your garden. You mm. know, like just get like a mold and, yeah. and do that. I didn't do that. I made a paper mache elephant. Oh, wow. That it's like probably like two feet high and mosaic the whole thing and named him Wilson. And I have him like, it's still, I mean, it's not like displayed in my house, mm. but it's at my house. Yeah. Because it took me like nine months to make. Yeah. Were you always like, <laughs> like an artistic person, like throughout school? Like did, was that, were you just drawn to that? Yeah. I, I remember like always as a kid yeah. like drawing and stuff. And, and I don't remember how old I was, but one Christmas I asked my parents for paints oh, okay. for Christmas because mm. I had like been watching this guy on PBS, not Bob Ross, but like some other guy, some other guy yeah. painting. And I was like, I could do that. That looks fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just started. Next question. What were you doing on Friday nights? I mean, I was not partying. I was not cool. <laughs> I I mean, I probably going to movies with friends yeah. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just hanging out. Yeah. I, I was not like a rebellious or adventurous mm-hmm. or any of those type of kid. Yeah. You know? So everything was wholesome. Yeah. I mean, occasionally we, driving up and down division. 
because that right. was a thing. That was a thing. <laughs> I definitely did that with my with with Mike and Steve. Uh, did did a lot of cruising because you that you thought you could meet a girl driving your car. That's a really great place to meet a girl too. I actually did see like not too long ago. I was in my minivan, you yeah. know, driving down Division, and in front of me there was two cars, and they were young kids like mm. clearly like flirting between the cars and then we came to a stoplight and one kid like got out and went over and like got the phone number oh. of the girl and i was like oh so it works it does work apparently <laughs> that's funny i was gonna you also did so you did plays in high school yes. and and you were mainly you did like stage and yeah. design and i was backstage i did all but one play of all okay. the, from freshman year through senior year, I did every single play except for one. Mm-hmm. And I was backstage on all but one. Yes. And I did, I was stage manager. I did props. I did. Mm. All so that you, you were probably doing that on Friday nights too. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. a lot of hanging out at a, at the, yeah. at the theater, at the theater, at the yeah. school. Yeah. That was also a Saturday thing. Oh, like right. oh. When we had a show, we would go and like build sets on a Saturday, mm. which yeah. I loved. That was so fun. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like I, the next question is, what is your uh, most memorable high school moment? Um, doesn't have to be that, but I, it is, <laughs> I, but I've been, what I, I've actually saved it. I haven't saved it for anything, but I wanted to talk about my favorite memory okay. with you. Uh, but, uh, but you uh, most awkward moment, most awkward. I? Oh God, no kidding. All those individual sessions with Mr. I Brown. Know, I know. Um, I mean, theater in general was yeah. always my favorite. I, one of my like we did little shop of horrors mm. and i was head of props for that. oh fun and it was so fun we i wasn't involved in like the getting the, the we had like this giant puppet for for, the, Aud- for audrey for the plant for audrey yeah like, we rented it and i think mead was doing the play at the same or like they were going to do it right after us so we uh, pooled, like pooled resources yeah. and rented it together smart so we had it first and then gave it to them so that was not part of mine but i um i made like intestines out of um like pantyhose and and stuffed them with stuff and paint and like and my dad my dad is, was a dental technician and oh he, wow he somehow like a, somebody he knew had a really really old dental chair oh so nice. so we we were able to borrow it and so i had that and and it was just and i painted i painted a portrait of adam gumke um and I, I don't, I think his family wanted it afterwards. I don't know what happened to oh, it. Oh, wow. But because he was like the shop owner and he had a portrait hanging in the shop. And so I <laughs> like, that's you what like, I was doing on Friday night was painting portraits of paint, Adam Gumpke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, we should find out if that exists. Megan, if you're listening, let us know if uh, Adam still has that or your family still has that painting of uh, Adam. We want to see it. Um, that's funny. Uh, and then finally, your the last question is, did you have a high school crush? Uh, my high school boyfriend was Ian Smith. Oh, he that's was, right. Yeah, he was a grade younger, but we were in drama together. Uh, yeah. So we were together junior and senior year. Yeah. And he's like doing stage and like, like, odd, like, doesn't he do like lights? I think he does lighting now. Lighting, I yeah. honestly haven't talked to him in forever. Forever, yeah. Not in touch anymore, but. Yeah. I want to go backwards because <laughs> like we're gonna get into the guts and talk about what you're doing after school and uh but i gotta talk about one major experience that we shared mm-hmm. in high school uh in our senior year we we're married in, in rumors in rumors yeah, uh, we played a married couple we played a married couple and i forget her name i was glenn and you I were was cassie Ca- yeah right I yes so. yes cassie <laughs> uh and i think i didn't realize this at that time but since you this was the first play you ever acted went, in act, yeah. did you 
ever auditioned for other plays. Mm-hmm. So you auditioned for this one. Mm-hmm. And and then, yeah, and then you got the part. I had a major revelation about this the other day. And you're so tall. And a lot of guys that were going out for the play are not ex- that, that tall. Uh-huh. And I just had the re- revelation that I think I might have got picked for that part because I... We were both tall. We were both tall. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't like... They weren't going to put you next to, like... Like a five five guy, like that was such an amazing experience to like to be a part of, and like we had a really we had a really fun scene when we come in because during the there was all this chaos that's happening at this house party, yeah, and our we are the last couple to show up at this house party, yeah. and we get into a major fight and yeah, we're the like only clearly one we've been like fighting in the car on the way yeah. there and then we like get there and uh, everybody leaves the room and we continue to fight yeah <laughs> and we were so green oh we were so bad at we it. were so bad and i could do it so much better now yeah exactly <laughs> i could do it so much better like, like i did not know how to fight with, i didn't know how to fight at all and, i did not know like how to what like i didn't have the history of like those emotions yeah you know? but it, we had so many individual practices where we had to just work with Mr. Brown uh-huh. through that scene. And he was trying to like coach us on how to argue. Yeah. And, and how to fight. And how to fight. But the the biggest thing that happened was that we had to kiss. Yeah. We had to kiss at the end of the show. <laughs> we had to kiss, kiss and make up. Kiss at the end of the show. And I was dating I just started dating my wife and I did not tell her about it. I was very <laughs> nervous. nervous about telling her telling her about it. And when she came and saw it for the first time, I, it, it surprised her. Yeah, she's probably like, wait, what? Yeah, what? Like, uh, who is she? And she also brought some friends that like with her, and they were like, "Your boyfriend kissed another girl." Like, and and the and the, it was just it was a fun. It was a. But when we say kiss, also like not a kiss. Not it was a kiss. Like, it was like a, the peckiest peck. It was like barely kiss. Yeah, it was not a kiss. Like, uh, but I remember we were not a convincing married couple. We were not like, and I will I will say one of the highlights of my high school career was i guess i got most improved actor oh from like after from that i don't know what that means but uh maybe that means i went from never acting to acting and did a all right job yeah but that was such a fun play to be a part of well let's into the guts of the of the show talk about what you did after high school so after you graduated you headed off to eastern yeah i went to eastern i was not ready to like leave home Mm. so i and my sister went to whitworth yeah and i did not want to follow in her steps Mm. so it was (laughs) it was gonzaga or eastern okay and my parents paid like i'm so fortunate they like paid for my first four years of college but they were like if you go to gonzaga you can't live on campus because we cannot afford room and board Mm -hmm. so i was like oh okay eastern it is yeah because i didn't want to live at home i wanted like the college experience but i didn't want to be i didn't want to leave the city because i wanted to be able to go home easily Mm. if if i wanted to yeah so what did you graduate with i double majored in studio art and visual communication design Mm. because that kind of those two majors together kind of made graphic design. Like they yeah. didn't have a formal graphic design program. Oh, they didn't yet. Uh, yeah. Okay. They pr- probably do now. Cause they, have they like do a yeah. whole huge like tech building now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So I kind of had to like bundle them to get the yeah. art side of graphic design. So what was your, I mean, so you wanted to, you were thought about being a teacher, didn't do that. And then you decided to become a graphic designer. Like mm-hmm. what was like, what, what did you think you're going to do after college? Just, try to get a job in my field. Yeah. And I did, you know, yeah. I, I did. So I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. What was your um, first job after college? I worked for Spokane Quarterly Living Magazine. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I was 
there was, I had an art director and it was me. Oh, wow. So it was just two of us that put the whole magazine together every two months. Wow. And yeah. was it Bozzy Media still then? It, it wasn't yet. Oh, it wasn't yet. Okay. It, it was pre, I mean, it, it was pre Bozzy. Okay. He, he owned it. Oh, he so oh, yeah. he did. Okay. Yeah. He started it and everything. So it was all under him, but it was that, it was Spokane Corling Living, the Business Catalyst. Oh, Business Catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was a Shopper's Choice coupon book. Yeah, it was like a couple different publications. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I worked there for about a year. Oh, cool. And then um, I also was doing volunteer work for First Night Spokane. Mm. And I did their program book for years. I mean, I, I started that in college and I did it for like... I don't know, probably four or five years. Was First Night in just a its own organization? Was that with downtown Spokane or? I think it was its own organization. Okay. I think it was like firstnightspokane.org yeah. type thing. Oh, okay. Um, but the my contact there worked at Tomlinson Real, Real Estate. Mm. Um, Tomlinson Black back when yeah. both of those existed. Um, and he kind of pulled me over to do graphic design for the South Spokane office because their graphic designer was leaving. So I did that for like a hot minute. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't, I I was there for probably six months and just because it, I mean, as far as exciting graphic design projects, real estate is not one of them. I've done some (laughs) real estate projects and I, it was always like, this isn't soul sucking design work. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I think things in real estate have changed since then also. Yeah. But I just remember like agents handing me these photos of houses that were terrible. Like, oh yeah. Like stuff all over the counters and just like terrible lighting. And that I was supposed to make like a awesome promotional flyer. For oh, them. right. Like, so you're giving me this and I have to somehow turn it into beautiful, yeah. you know, eye catching design. It's crazy how much that world's changed now. Like, there's a lot more than making like a flyer now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So then my now husband, he, we were obviously together at that point, mm-hmm. but he was working um, just like odd jobs for a long time. And he, his dad worked in uh, concrete. Okay. He was like the head of quality control for like the Northwest. Mm. Um, and so he got David like concrete jobs and stuff to do. And then, um, but Every winter he would get laid off because nobody's doing concrete in the winter. Mm -hmm. And so it was like December and I was working in real estate that I was not at all excited about. And he had just been laid off from concrete work. And we're like, well, I mean, this is a good opportunity. So we moved to Seattle. Wow. Just like without jobs. Without jobs. Yeah. Without without a home. (laughs) We we stayed with friends for a couple months until we found jobs and got an apartment of our own. Yeah. What was your first job in Seattle? I worked for a wholesale manufacturer called Design Imports. Oh. And I was in charge of their catalog. So it was like wholesale. They don't have a store. Mm-hmm. They sell like out of or on, online or out of a catalog. Mm-hmm. And so um, my job was to like there were designers that made the products and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so once the products and samples were made my job was to oversee photography oh, wow. and everything for the catalog and then you know lay out the catalog and put that all together it was like a, a quarterly catalog or month or it was twice a year twi- okay yeah but i had to travel a lot oh uh, yeah so wow. i went to india oh wow like that type of travel <laughs> yeah. yeah so twice a year i would go to india for five weeks and because that's where we did photography because mm. all the samples and stuff, it was kitchen textiles okay. which are made in India. If yeah. You don't know. Um, and so it was easier and more cost effective to collect everything in India, hire a 
agency over there and send me and have me live there for five weeks wow. to oversee photography and everything. Yeah. And then I would come back and then we would have it printed in China. So I would go to China for a few days to do press checks and stuff for the catalog. That's exciting. It was. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, I mean, burnout. Yeah. Get burned out on it. Yeah. I mean, doing design and putting catalogs together. Imagine, I mean, I imagine that the, the, the art directing piece of it is fun, mm-hmm. but like, I imagine putting the catalog together is like. It was, it was all fun. I really yeah. did enjoyed it. Did you have a, a multiple, like other designers helping you do that? No, or was it just you? no, it was just me. Oh, wow. And, well, and the agency that we hired in, in, in India. Okay. So I worked with them and I oversaw that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like, most of the burnout came from just like, I missed a lot of things in my life here. Like, mm. Cause you know. I couldn't ask people to rearrange their schedules around me and I had to uh, adhere to the schedule of this catalog, you know? So I missed multiple friends, weddings oh. and, you know, lots of just, you know, lots of time. Yeah. You're going, you're, I mean, you're 10 weeks a year. You're, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're going to mm-hmm. India. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I mean, it was a lot of fun and it was a great experience. Yeah. I, 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 I was going through your Facebook the other day, uh, the kind of prep and I, I noticed that you had gone to like, Dude, there was like some pictures of you at like the Taj Mahal yeah. and places like that. And I was like, oh, this she's she's done some traveling, <laughs> but I didn't realize it was all kind of work related. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that that was work related. I had to do that trip on my own though because I was not. That's in northern India, and I was in southern India, oh, so I had to like take oh. a weekend and like fly up there. I was like, if I I'm here, I'm in this country on mm-hmm. somebody else's dime. Like, I need to make sure that I go see the Taj Mahal while I'm here. Did you always go by yourself? Uh, initially, I went with another person, the person that I took over the job for, cause she was, um, oh, okay. she was both product design and catalog and oh. it just became way too much for one person. Mm-hmm. So they hired me to take over just the catalog portion. So at the beginning, like the first two times that I went, she would come with me and kind of show me the ropes and, mm-hmm. and then it was just me. Wow. That's scary and exciting. <laughs> it was very scary. Yeah. I mean, it was very scary. Yeah. I had just moved to Seattle. I, got this job, you know, and in the interview, they were like, how do you feel about travel? And I was like, oh, sure. sure yeah. Yeah. And then I got the job. They're like, all right, you're leaving in three weeks. I'm like, oh, got to get my passport. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my wife, Abby, she was in public accounting for the, you know, first six years of her career after becoming a CPA. And she went to Vietnam. Oh, nice. Like three or four times. And it was like, it was three weeks at a time too. And I was, yeah. And this is like, I mean, this is, so, I mean, obviously we have cell phones, but like the internet and mm-hmm. stuff over there is just not the same as it is here. It's mm-hmm. not like you're easily like, like communication was mm-hmm. difficult. Like I imagine that was tough. Like I was it tough for, was, it was tough for me for yeah. her to be gone. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was, I think it was definitely tough on my husband because, you know, like I got to go do this job for yeah. five weeks and he was just home without me yeah you know so he was his life was the same as it was when i was there only just i wasn't around it, so it, yeah. that sucked for him and he definitely didn't enjoy me going that much but skype was the, yeah the thing skype yeah we definitely that, did a lot of skype yeah. when and, she was there. i mean that that was awesome yeah you know, we were able to actually see each other yeah but also the time difference time difference yeah, 12 was... hours so like when i was having dinner he was having breakfast mm-hmm so, which yeah. actually kind of did work out. That, that is true. I remember those, <laughs> it does line up. those days. I remember like, yeah, Vietnam and I think India are pretty close. And I, yeah, I remember it always being in the morning. I would talk to Abby when she was going to bed for the night. That's exciting that you did that. How long did you do that for? 
I did it for five years. Okay. So I had 10 trips. 10 trips. Yeah. 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 So after, so w- when you ended, where, what year was it? Like, w- w- did you get married during this time too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got <laughs> so we, we got engaged right before we moved to Seattle. Okay. And so then I think we were engaged for a year and a half or so. Uh, Cause we didn't want to like try to plan a wedding while trying to find jobs while trying to find a home, you know? Mm-hmm. So we kind of like moved and got settled and then got married. But yeah, I, I mean, I did it for five years so I probably stopped in 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Almost 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem that long ago. I know. Like my, my twins were born in 2015 and 2015 seems like two years ago. So, I know. but it it's, does. it's almost, it's almost, it's almost eight years now. So after, after that job, where did you, what were you off to next? I started working for a public relations mm. firm in Seattle Bellevue um, called Wagner Edstrom. And I was on the, the um, creative services team. Mm-hmm. So they're a PR. It's not a, it's not a design agency, oh, okay. but, they, but within the firm, they had a team and our job was to like facilitate the needs of different clients. And yeah. Stuff. So when I got hired, I was on the Microsoft team. Oh, wow. And I just only did Microsoft projects. Mm-hmm. But then after like a year of that or so, like the walls kind of broke down and it became like, instead of having designers dedicated to a certain team, it was like, who's best for this project? Mm. So I did only Microsoft for about a year, but then I did stuff for a bunch of different mm. companies after that. Yeah. So when did you have your first son? <laughs> My first son? <laughs> yeah. Um, you have three boys, right? I have three boys. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born in January of 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. So our yeah, they're Oldest, same age, yeah, same age. Pretty much. I, well, when I saw you at Adam's wedding, I think Abby and I were both pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, Link and I were born in September of 2015. Yeah. And they came a little early. But uh, so that means your son's in kindergarten mm-hmm. now, too. Yep. He's in kindergarten. It's a good time to be in kindergarten yep. as opposed to a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I know. I really, I really feel lucky. Yeah. That we missed like uh, the I, formal education years are still in. So during your, I think you told me that you, that's oh, when yeah. they all yeah, reorganized yeah. So, your, yeah, your so, work reorganized. <laughs> yeah. So during my maternity leave, they reorged the company and mm. got rid of the entire creative services team. They just decided that doing freelance was better. Or oh, something. Um, so yeah, they just dissolved my whole team. Oh, and gosh. I, they did like legally had to offer me another position within the company, but oh. they offered me one on the new business team, which was, I, I'd done work for the new business team and it was like 80 hour work weeks. Mm. And that was totally not feasible with a newborn. Yeah. You know? So I politely declined. Yeah. And I've just been doing freelance ever since then. It was a good time to probably get into freelance considering what was about to happen in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it allowed me, you know, the flexibility and freedom to be home. You know, mm. we, we had, we did not have daycare lined up for, yeah. for Lewin. He, we got on a waiting list when we found out I was pregnant mm. and never heard back. Oh man. So I imagine that must be so hard over in Seattle. Oh, inexpensive. Inexpensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember when Link and Ivy were born or I mean preparing for that. I mean, I was jobless at the time. I was had I was between like marketing jobs. I had worked at like carpet cleaning company locally called Zero Res and I that was just that was soul sucking mm-hmm. to be doing that. And then I and then I just like didn't have a job for about six months and I was gonna be a stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. And then my friend started a marketing company and at that time, like I was just like, this is too good of a j- job to pass up. Yeah. And, and I got to go and do like 
all the design and and do all these other marketing projects as like the first hire and uh preparing for that like for the kids like we had a nanny for a year we when we got them into daycare finally it's you don't know if you're choosing the right place mm-hmm. and there's two of them yeah like i don't know you don't you don't really get Do you get a discount you get a, yeah you get a 10 percent discount <laughs> oh how generous <laughs> yeah for for the second one uh yeah so it's all double but uh i mean there's parents that have you know even if yeah. you have a kid two years later like you everyone has to deal with the right that right. if you have at some point at some point but like but yeah we eventually found a they went to the YMCA, which is a couple of blocks away from here, and that was amazing place yeah. for them to be at the at the end of their childcare yeah. life. But uh, it's such a stressful thing to have to deal with. It is. It is. So. so yeah. So we just decided that it made more sense for me to just take on that role. Yeah. And stay home and freelance when I could. Yeah. And mostly, I mean, I I freelance to stay active. To stay active. Just, uh, like just a, yeah, mm-hmm. and have like a creative outlet. Yeah. Because. It's, I mean, I love my kids, but being a stay-at-home mom was not what I had planned. Not what you had planned, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through that of staying home, and I didn't even know that you had moved back to Spokane. I, I think I've just been so unaware of... I don't, I've, I mean, I don't post a ton. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, it, I, we just kind of slipped in. And, yeah. And then occasionally I like tag my location and it's like, hey, I'm in Spokane. Yeah, and yeah. When, <laughs> when I found, like, so you messaged me about being on the podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, like I can I can do Zoom. Like, yeah. And you're like, actually, I'm in town. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, awesome. So you moved back to Spokane and I, will, I always like asking and I ask, I think almost everyone except for maybe Matt, they've all moved away and, and then come came, back. came back to Spokane. Yeah. Like what has been that experience been like for you? It's been great. I mean, mm-hmm. for starters, we have family here. Yeah. You know, we did not have that in, in Seattle. We did mm-hmm. not have like support mm-hmm. for having kids. And now we have three, <laughs> which just adds a whole nother layer, layer of complications. So mm-hmm. having our parents nearby and having my sister nearby, it's, it's wonderful, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was like that was the main drive for coming back. Not, not to have support, but we kind of made the decision to start heading back Mm. in 2018. So my husband does hoop fest. He's done it forever. Yeah. Um, He's played with the same four guys or three guys since like fourth grade. And it was like a hoop fest weekend. And Mm -hmm. we were, we were in town and it's, I mean, it's, it's so like the perfect you know, like, oh, we've seen all of our friends yeah. and family. It's like, you know, just like so homesicky kind of. Yeah, you know? for and, sure. And and we were he's from the South Hill. Mm-hmm. So we were, uh, you know, up there kind of like walking around. We took um, my older two, Lou and Ashley, over to um, Manitou. And we're like walking around like, oh, isn't it just so like lovely here? Mm-hmm. And wouldn't it be great? And that was actually um, so my second was born in July and my husband had to use up his paternity leave before he turned one. Oh, so it was the first time since our kids had been born that we spent more than like four days in town. We stayed two weeks mm. between his family and my family, like oh, nice. stayed in town for a while. And it was just so nice to be around family and mm. have like the kids got to like really hang out with their family. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of decided that we wanted that for them. Like we wanted them to grow up being around as many people that like, like love them yeah. as we could. Mm-hmm. So um, we decided that we were going to move back, but we, we weren't ready to move back yet, mm. but we 
like bought a house <laughs> and yeah. rented it out for a couple of years. Nice. And yeah, smart. <laughs> yeah, I know, it really, we lucked out. Yeah. Who would have known or who, seen yeah. what was coming, but yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So then during COVID it just kind of like all lined up and made sense. And I was pregnant with our third and we had a two bedroom house in Seattle. So there was no room for there, another. Yeah. yeah. So we just decided that it, that was the time. And yeah, That's so we've been back for about a year. Yeah. When, when was your third born? In May of last year. He just turned one. Oh, like two like weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I think Spokane has just changed so much, obviously over the years, but it's, it is a, I love having being so close to family and the kids are just so close to their grandparents. Uh-huh. And it is such a, Something I never had as a kid. My parents were from Missouri and all of our family was there. Seeing your grandparents was like seeing them once or twice a year. Yeah, you You didn't know them that well. And being able to like, like today is Thursday and they're getting picked up by grandma and then they're going to go to the library and then they're going to hang out. And like, that's, you know, every week for them, they always hang out with their grandparents. And like my brother, actually, he, um, he was living in Walla Walla for the last eight years and he's actually moving back to Spokane this oh, summer nice. and he has four kids. Oh wow. And he has, um, <laughs> he, my brother has, he, he had, they had two and then they had twins. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, wow, so it runs in your family. Oh, uh, it doesn't run in our family. I mean, it runs in his wife's family, um, but not in ours. Link and Ivy are products of science. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so like the, the cousins are coming back and or like the cousins yeah. that are really close to age of them. And like when we told Link and Ivy that Charlie, her, their, their cousins coming back, they're like, they just were so excited. Yeah. So I think it's important. It's very, very important yeah. to have. So over the last, you know, 20 years, like what are, what is something that you've accomplished that you're, would say you're like very proud of? There's not like one specific thing. I mean, obviously like my family and my kids and stuff, Mm -hmm. like my whole life I've been very arty, crafty Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And like, that's still like what I do. I am like very DIY. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm constantly like doing different projects around the house and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, you know, whenever I complete something, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So I'm always proud of like the stuff I do and the things I make. Um, But there's not like one big like hang my hat on. I imagine your kids get to do a lot of fun projects. They, like. I mean, they, I'm, I'm not as, not as good as it, as you would think okay. should be, <laughs> but there, I mean, it's so interesting to see how the kids, what they're interested in. Mm, right. Yeah. Like my second is obsessed with jigsaw puzzles. Oh, wow. Absolutely obsessed. And he can just sit there for hours and put them together, you know? Yeah. So they have their things that they like yeah. to do. And we, you know, try to kind of like nurture. Yeah. I love nurturing my, like we're putting Lincoln Ivy into um, a drama camp in a couple of weeks with like us um, Spokane youth theater. Oh, and nice. my son has really taken to like drama and like mm-hmm. he loves like Hamilton and singing and performing. And I really want to nurture mm-hmm. that side of his, yeah. his, his life. Cause I think it's so important to, cause I, I love those things when I was that age and I, I was always afraid to, do it. And I think yeah. if I would have got into it when I was in kindergarten or mm-hmm. younger, like I would have probably not been so apprehensive about yeah. it later. It wasn't until I was like a senior. I'm like, I want to do drama. Yeah. So like jumping way back, like what made you want to do drama? Like what made you? Audition? Oh yeah. I mean, doing that senior year was a weird year for me just because I was very involved in like youth group in throughout my high school career. And then mm-hmm. my senior year, my youth pastor unexpectedly had to leave. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of didn't have a youth pastor anymore. And I didn't have like, and I was going to youth group, but it was all led by Whitworth students who were around the same age as me because I'm a senior. I just really wanted to do stuff that was outside of my comfort zone. 
Like it was very like, I wanted to do more public speaking stuff. I wanted to put myself out there with dating. I wanted to, I had just done the same stuff like cross country and track. Like yeah. I loved cross country, but once cross country was done when I was a senior, like there wasn't much else for me. Like I wasn't right. playing other sports. Like I, right. track is such an individual sport and I wasn't like a really good runner. It just wasn't int- of interest. And I, I was like, well, I want to try out for the school play. Yeah. And I had already been a part of TV and radio. So I was, uh-huh. I knew Mr. Brown and I, and I think he probably tried to encourage me to go out. Cause he always, I feel like this always happened in school. Like the kids who aren't taking part of the programs, teachers always want to steal kids from other programs to come be a part of their program. Yeah. Like, I feel like Mr. Brown always wanted like the sports guys to mm-hmm. come from football and do, yeah, do dr- drama. I imagine there's also part of it like, I don't, I don't know if this is true. I'm kind of just making this up, but I feel like if it was me, I'd be like, okay, I want some fresh blood yeah. in here. It's like, it's usually like the same pool it's the of same kids, people. Yeah, you know? it like the always... same pool of people that you're pulling from and yeah. just like assigning them different roles. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, come on, like other people audition. Let's, yeah. like, let's, let's mix it up in here. <laughs> yeah, no. And, uh, and I really was living this mantra in my senior year where I was like carpe diem. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to like seize the moment of my, my final year at, in high school, like I've talked about this multiple times on this podcast and I might've edit, edited some of it out, but I was really bad in school. Like I just was such a procrastinator and I was going to graduate with a really low GPA. And so my senior year, I was just like, well, my track is going to, to get my AA or something before I go to a four year. And I was just like, I'm not going to do all these classes that I don't want to do. So my senior year, I was like doing newspaper. Do you remember that? weird? There was this weird class called um, Breakthrough. It was basically youth group in high school. Okay. It was a, a class where you just like, you just like really put yourself out there and like you did improv and it wasn't acting, okay. but it was just like, you were always doing some type of break your shell of what you're trying to And I think that might've been where I got it from too, is just like, I really wanted to do different things. And so I did the, the newspaper, I did TV and radio. I did, uh, I was the captain of my cross country. And then after that was the fall was over, I just really wanted to do more. Yeah. So yeah, I, and that's how I met Abby. I met Abby through debate. Oh, um, nice. on a debate trip and yeah just go trying out for the play was just something i wanted to like if even if i don't get a part in the play say you've done like you would have been mad if you didn't try didn't try and it was yeah. the last one there was no other yeah. opportunity to be in another play and then yeah. i that's you know, exactly why i did it too yeah like, i mean i had i was obviously in drama i had done it yeah. forever never took a class never was like in acting mm. classes or anything like that mr brown had asked me like a million times yeah, I was to gonna say. for things you know and i and i never wanted to and then i was like i guess i mean i should because this is my last chance yeah so i better like, I don't expect to get it, but I should yeah. try. I remember, like, kind of hearing that when I was in the play, like, that you'd always been a part of all the plays, but you'd never been in one. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was really cool that, like, you were, you know, finally, this is yeah. the, your moment to be in a play. And uh, that was a cool thing to be a part of. Yeah. I look back on my time in high school, like, and I, I don't have any any regrets of, you know, how things happen. I think there's some regrets I have, like, earlier in my time in high school. Uh-huh. Like, I wish I would have had that mentality when I was a sophomore yeah. instead of a, a senior. But the way things went, like, had they been different, I don't know if I'd be where I am today. Right. So you can't, and I can't right. live that life. Of yeah. What if? What if? Yeah. Uh, and it all led to you doing what you're doing now. Exactly. Which you obviously love. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, thank you for asking that question. It was, uh, I feel like, I mean, maybe we have similar I, idea of high school like what was like your high school experience like like when you look back on it was it like did you enjoy it 
I felt like I was a wallflower or I felt like I was like not part of the cool kids. Like yeah, I don't, oh, I don't oh, like I was, saying, I don't I like, not, I was not part of the cool kids. That's was, for sure. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't like using that term. I don't like using the word like the popular kids or the cool right. kids, but like at our school, there was definitely like those kids and there was these kids yeah. and there was a, there was a difference. And I was always a kid who wanted to be in that cool kid group right? and just never got there. And I it's cause I didn't put myself out there. It's because I, a lot of those people that were in those groups, so I, I didn't really mesh with mm-hmm. like what but what was your experience like I mean the same I I I really loved high school mm-hmm. it was great I was a good student mm-hmm. so I you know I always enjoyed my classes and yeah. stuff like that but like think back on it I like I said earlier like I I have I had so many friends mm-hmm. that weren't like that were from different groups and yeah. stuff but it's not like I was a part of that group mm-hmm. but I definitely had like friends in every class and, yeah and you know multiple classes with people, you know, and stuff like that. So it was, you know, it was a really good experience like that. But yeah, no, totally. I was, I was not, I would not have classified myself as like one of the cool kids yeah. or, you know, popular or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and, and looking back, it's like, I, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm definitely not the same person now that I mm. was then. Like mm-hmm. I was way more outgoing then I oh. feel like than I am now. Really? And mm. I don't know if that's just, you know, yeah. because I, I'm an adult. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what really, what changed or what, changes as you get older but but like looking back on it i'm like why did i even do that like why why was i in drama like why did i mm. i don't remember like the catalyst that like made me want to go do it oh or like it wasn't like a like a boyfriend thing or it wasn't no. like it wasn't like i want to go no yeah, like yeah. i remember so my my sister was two years older than me mm. and i remember when she was in high school and i wasn't yet the play like one of the i think they did fame yeah and um, her friend was in it. And so we went to it and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. And so then when I was a freshman, I like went to her friend and I was like, so how did you, how do you get involved in this? Mm. You know, that, that looked fun. I want to do that. Yeah. And that's like how I got involved. But now I don't really feel like I would do that. I wouldn't be mm. like, oh, that looks cool. Mm. How can I be involved in that? Yeah. You know? And I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but Adam Pitzler and I were the MCs for the talent show senior year, Yeah, which also I'm like, what? Yeah. That is not me. Like I would never do that now. Yeah, ever. for sure. That is funny. I mean, I, I have been asking this question at the beginning, but I, how would you describe yourself in high school? And I will say like, I always like doing this cause I, I like explaining who I think you were, but I, we, I knew you for so long. Like yeah. you were always either, I don't know if you were if we're ever in the same elementary school class together, we might have been like in, were you in, what are you, who, who was your fourth grade teacher? Mr. Taguchi. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I wanted Mr. Taguchi. I, I had loved, Mr. I had Mrs. Goss. I feel like Mr. Taguchi is like the reason I became a good student mm. because I don't think I was classically a good student okay. prior to his class, but he like wouldn't let me slide on things. Oh, wow, like I think amazing. that he saw like what I was capable of and like I, he, I remember him having me redo things mm. because he was like, no, you're better than this. Do it again. And I like credit him for me being a good student, yeah. like all through college, you That's know? That's cool. So have you told him that? <laughs> I think I've seen him like twice since yeah. I, I don't know. He came. So I do not remember doing this in fourth grade, but in fourth grade, we wrote letters to our future selves and like, wow, and he held on to them and gave them to us at graduation. So he came to our high school graduation and like 
hand delivered this That's letter. amazing. And I was a mess at graduation. I was like a, just a ball of tears and yeah. he showed up and it was just like, I was over the top. That's just, amazing. So that was the last time I think I saw him. Okay. I, you know, it's funny. I saw Mr. Taguchi somewhere and I was like, that's Mr. Taguchi. And I'm like, I don't know where I was at, but I, I was like, I just <laughs> no, remember I him so that, well. Yeah. But And I, everybody wanted to be in Mr. Taguchi's yeah. class. I love and him. It, it was just such a, I, but I was in Mrs. Goss' class. And Mrs. Goss was great, but I, I, I had, just. And then I had Mrs. Fern for fifth grade. Okay. That's the class we were in. Okay. Because I moved away fourth grade and then I moved back in at the very end of fifth grade. And okay. I was in Mrs. Fern's class, but I was only in class for maybe a month. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't memorable yeah. at all. Like it was just, it was just a weird time. Like I'd actually gotten through, I had moved from Chicago back home and my school in Chicago had already gotten out. Oh, and so I had, you're like, wait, I'm done. And so my parents like basically made me go back to Colbert for the last, like it might've been three weeks of the school year. I don't know. And I was just like, why do I have to? do this and I was probably because child care yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> like no you're going to school because yeah. we don't have anywhere to put you because we yeah. have to go to work <laughs> well, and then do you remember in sixth grade I, they did that like getting ready for middle yeah. school thing mm-hmm. where we kind of had like we had they yeah. broke it up so they we broke were, like, it up in yeah. different classes and like you went to different classes to kind of like get you ready for I definitely remember that like I, I remember what they called it I but forget, I remember yeah it. it was like yeah it was a prep because when we went to mid middle mm-hmm. it was completely different in seventh grade than it was in eighth grade because oh, yeah. in, in seventh grade it was like almost like high school like because yeah. it was like different classes it wasn't like some core like in eighth grade we they went to that whole core system yeah uh, do they still do that yeah i think so i i, like I actually the, don't know we have like the pods yeah yeah i don't know if they still do that uh but it was such a that was so different yeah it was so different that and then it wasn't like high school it wasn't like a high school at all it was like being back in elementary school yeah uh, yeah that was weird and so but i remember my first year in in seventh grade because it was like because it was also seventh eighth in ninth grade when we uh-huh. went and it was so much seemed so much bigger and you felt so much older uh-huh. and then yeah it was just such a step back the yeah. eighth in eighth grade but uh you were so in high school I remember you just <laughs> I've felt this with everyone I've talked to like everyone I've talked to like I wasn't really amazing like I haven't wasn't great friends with but like everyone I've talked to I just feel like I I know them so well yeah. and I don't know if that comes from me just being a very aware of who people are yeah or you were just always so nice. You just, you seemed like if I had a class with you, I could definitely ask you a question and get help from you. And I don't know how many classes we had together in high school, but I definitely know that I could go to you if I needed help with anything I, I imagine, but I probably never took advantage of that. That's probably why I was so bad in school. Cause I didn't, help, I didn't ask for, ask for any help. Uh, but I, but I, you were, you were also, yeah, you're very, very nice and Thank you're you. still very, very nice. And I, two months of being able to hang out with you in my senior year definitely left an impression on me. Uh, and, and every time I've seen you since, like, I just feel like it's yeah. seeing an old friend. Yeah, and so totally. when you hang out way. with, hang out with them for so long, like mm-hmm. if you go to the same school from kindergarten to high school and you mm-hmm. have like kind of the same core of people, like you just, you have you so could, much shared history, so much connection and yeah. Ser- shared history. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's just so much fun connecting with you. I, I'm, and I'm excited that you're in town because I feel like, uh, we, you know, have kids similar ages. Yeah. Our, our spouses actually went to high school yeah. together too. Yeah, I know. And, uh, we should definitely <laughs> hang out sometime and like get our families together. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to, to, to reconnect. And I got to ask the last question. If you could go back in time and give, uh, an 18 year old Meg Haxton some advice, what would you tell her? I think I would tell myself to try to hang on to some of that, like mm. 
you know, free spiritedness or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. you know, gumption. I don't know. Um, I think that I'm definitely like overall a more cynical person now mm. than I was then. Not, I mean, not like I'm a cynic, but, right. but, and that's probably just growing up in yeah. life and like having life experience and like being burned and having, mm-hmm. you know, all that. But I, I admire that I used to just like put myself out there more. Yeah. Um, so I think I would probably tell myself to like, try to hang on to that. So mm. I don't know if, I mean, it's kind of like reverse advice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I feel like it's, <laughs> could, I, could I get advice from my 18 year old self? <laughs> yeah. I will say if you feel that way and neither in Spokane, you should definitely, there's definitely places that you can, you know, put yourself out there and be a part of the community and yeah. you might be doing it already, but like, it's definitely Spokane is so we're on the verge of something that's really exciting in Spokane of how it's changing. Like, and there, you can either be cynical about it and be upset that all these new people are all this, there's this new influx of people in Spokane, or you can embrace it and then embrace the change and be a part of what is going to, yeah, well, become, I'm embracing it because I'm technically get, part of that. Influence. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're from Seattle. <laughs> I was in Seattle for 13 years. <laughs> right, so. yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so I'm kind of like part of the influx, but also not. Yeah, but it's it's a good thing. It's such, yeah. a, it's such a good thing because like Spokane needs it. Being stagnant is not a way of growth at right. all. And I, I work with downtown, the downtown Spokane Association, yeah, and they work with like local businesses and they just hired a new president. And there was two options. There was a, a woman from Sacramento who was doing the downtown association there, or there was someone to hire someone locally. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone thought like hire local because that's what Spokane's all about is about being local. But they ended up hiring the um, the woman from Sacramento. And I was just so relieved because to have outside influence to help Fresh shape perspective, our yeah. downtown is exactly what we need to, to keep growing. Like if you just keep on doing everything local and you don't take any outside influence and you're going to just you're going to stay stagnant and you're going to try to please the people who don't want change. Mm-hmm. And we need, we need major change in Spokane <laughs> in, in multiple ways, but, um, but people are coming it? here for a reason. Yeah. Right? People are coming here for and a reason. It's not, it's not inexpensive real estate. We know that. Yeah. It's you not know? that. No. <laughs> it's not because they can get a cheap house. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. So, yeah. but thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to be here. Is there anything you, I should ask? Is there anything you would like to plug before we get no, off here? No, okay. I don't have anything interesting. Uh, okay, well, no, no worries. Uh, well, thank <laughs> if you want to see, like, I do have a portfolio. If you want to see my work, but oh it's yeah, not, you have an online portfolio. Uh-huh. Oh it's, yeah, what is it? We, it's meganwitstock.com. Perfect, it's super exciting. But yeah, that's my work. If you're at all remotely interested, but yeah, there's definitely people that need <laughs> help. I mean, I, there's always people looking for some design help. And, uh, that's a very, a very valuable tool to have, especially with the growth that we're having. I'm always looking and recommending people to, to utilize local people to do design work and stuff. And so I'll definitely, I'll pass your name along. Cool. Um, So thank you again. Of course. All right. All right. Peace.